impact on the quality of your life. Professor Will Hart of the University of Alabama conducted four experiments in which participants either recalled or experienced a positive, negative, or neutral event. They found that people who described a neutral event in ways that suggested it was ongoing actually felt more positive. And when they described a negative event in the same way, they experienced more negativity. In simple terms, the language you use to describe your circumstances determines how you see, experience, and participate in them, and dramatically affects how you deal with your life and confront problems, both big and small. The connection between what we say and how we feel has been known for hundreds, if not thousands, of years. Philosophers like Wittgenstein, Heidegger, and Gadamer all knew of the importance and significance of language in our lives. Wittgenstein said, The harmony between thought and reality can be found in the grammar of the language. The good news is, studies have continually found that positive self-talk can dramatically improve mood, boost confidence, increase productivity, and more, much more. In fact, as evidenced by Professor Hart and his studies, it can be one of the key components to a happy, successful life. The bad news is, the reverse is also true. Negative self-talk can not only put us in a bad mood, it can leave us feeling helpless. It can make small problems seem bigger and even create problems where none existed before. Here's the breaking news. Your self-talk is fucking you over in ways you can't even begin to imagine. With all of this in mind, let's get one thing clear. Even though this book is about using the right language to improve your life, I'm not suggesting you suddenly take on positive thinking or personal affirmations. These subjects have been done to death with varying degrees of success and are certainly not what we'll be doing here. I won't ask you to tell yourself you're a tiger as a way to unleash your inner animal. Firstly, you're not a tiger. And secondly, well, you're, you're not a tiger. This all may work for some people, but I'm much too Scottish for that. To me, being told to do these sort of things feels like being force-fed a bucket of maple syrup liberally sprinkled with bits of last year's candy canes. Thanks, but uh, no thanks. For all my positives out there, sorry, but we're taking this baby in another direction. This book is designed to give you an authentic leg up, one that feels genuine and right for you and can propel you into greater levels of your true potential. The difference between success and failure. If human emotions largely result from thinking, then one may appreciably control one's feelings by controlling one's thoughts, or by changing the internalized sentences or self-talk with which one largely created the feeling in the first place. That quote comes from Albert Ellis, one of the forefathers of modern psychology. Ellis found that how we think 
and talk about our experiences shifts the way we feel about them. In short, our thoughts are bedfellows with our emotions. Ellis also found that the way we think can often be completely irrational. Consider how many times you've told yourself something like, I'm so stupid. I always mess things up. My life is over. Or some negative description of an event like, This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Raise your hand if you've ever completely overreacted to something that in hindsight barely registered on the important ometer. Okay, put your hand down. People are watching. You're starting to look a bit silly. If you look back, you'll see that in the instant before that seemingly random overreaction, you had a flash of outrageous self-talk. Bang. And off you go.